Well, this is Barbara and Dana from previous episodes, and today we're going to be talking about opt-out forms, and that's mm -hmm. it, and some books. So, I okay, so thank you, Dustin. Hi, everybody. Um, I think what we really want all parents to know is that there is a Pennsylvania opt-out form that was looked over by a Pennsylvania attorney, mm -hmm. and we will include the link, um, mm -hmm. but it's really important for parents to get the opt-out filled in and sent into the school districts. Um, Dana, I don't know if you want to elaborate and then I can jump back in with what's going on. I think with, with, the, with the surveys, it really needs to go to the school principal, the counselor, um, and anybody else that they that you think would be appropriate for your kid, for them to know about. Like, even like the home access, like if you have a, like a room where it's like homeroom or um, even if it's like advisory, because I know older kids have an advisory class, that's I think why they do um, a lot of the surveys and things like that too. So it would be good for those, those teachers to know. So with the opt-out form, you would get how many people would you get? Would you give that to the principal or who? Because that tomorrow I was going to hand in the opt-out forms. I just was giving it a couple of days to see how much they're going to push on my kids. Mm -hmm. um, and I was just going to give it to the principals. Yeah, I, I sent it sit to down the with them. Okay. Yeah, so I sent I sent mine for my son to the principal, who then turned okay. it over to the vice principal. So they're the ones that are responsible for getting it around the school and making right. sure. Um. But it's also not just for surveys, I'm sorry, but um, it's also if you don't want them medically involved with your children, if they're trying to force vax, if they're mm -hmm. um, any vaccine that you're opposed to at this point, knowing what we know now, what's going into vaccines, uh, you know, parents may want to opt out of that as well. Um, you basically can opt out of every medical, <laughs> dental, whatever. I mean, I opted out of dental regardless doesn't matter. My father's a dentist. My children still get their dental right. checks and whatnot, but the school doesn't need to know about it. Yeah, and no. this is this is like my point of saying, you know what, you're not checking into anything about mm -hmm. them. So if, you know, you do what you want to do with your children medically, the school has no business at this point n needing to know about it or like not letting them come back because they don't have X, Y, and Z. Um, yeah. So I think that's one of the most important things. I also opted... Um, my child out of all of the um, the gender bending, um, you know, all of that nonsense. So not only that, but all the social and emotional learning. Um, really, just everything that is not okay that they should that they're teaching that they shouldn't be teaching. Yeah, so, you actually have already seen a difference since you handed it in, right? So right. So initially. <laughs> um, and I, I did I did purposefully make it a little bit difficult for them because right. initially um, the vice principal called me, left a message, um, and was like, I I just need to know how logistically you think we can implement this. Well, that's not my job. So I let him I let him hang for a while. And then he called me again and left a message, and then finally he emailed me prior to the first day of school. Mm -hmm. So basically then I emailed him back saying, I do not want my son in any room where you're going to make him uh, deal with pronouns mm -hmm. and or any gender ideology um, and any SEL, DEI, you name it. I don't want him in that. So however you need to figure that out, that's your job. 
Well, the fact that he made it seem like it was a hard job means right. that it's happening a lot. Yes. Mm-hmm. And the thing was, I got an email from him the next day when my son started school saying, um, I had to make a few changes and change your child's homeroom mm-hmm. from one teacher to another. Now, he's, he's a 14-year-old eighth grader middle school who switches classes so you're telling me so that tells me right there that they have a teacher that is going full-blown woke yeah versus another teacher who's not doing that mm-hmm. that's scary yeah yeah it is yeah i mean my like I was, i've already messaged you guys my son mm-hmm. uh, math teacher uh, has a pride flag no other flag just mm-hmm. a pride flag in the room Yep. Um, my daughter and my son have both been asked for uh, pronouns on more than one occasion already. They don't they don't participate in that. I, I knew this was going to happen. I wanted to see it firsthand. And um, my youngest son's in elementary. I'm still finding it hard to conversate him, with him about it, so I'm not sure. I'm just kind of waiting for back to school night to find out what's going on. But I am doing the opt out. I'm handing it around to the schools tomorrow, and we'll see. And just, just an FYI, before we had this form, I did an opt-out at the end of last year, mm-hmm. and the the principal gave it over to the superintendent who contacted me saying that this was an impossible thing for them to implement. Mm-hmm. Like, so for any parent out there, your word is no. You right. must do it. My child will not participate and just stand your ground because mm-hmm. they have to. Mm-hmm. So that's, that's the strongest message, I think, like, we all need to convey and it's it's just not the time to back down i you know i know people i don't like confrontation myself um but at this point we just have to stand our ground because they're really going hard for this yeah they're making it awkward for the kids you know like my kids don't want to be involved in this obviously my daughter knows she's a girl my son knows he's a boy and he thinks it's ridiculous to think otherwise and then you have teachers asking them what the preferred pronouns are that puts them in a weird position Mm-hmm. You know, because they don't want to be confrontational either. But at the same time, it's like, you know, I'm a boy. You know, I'm a girl. Like, what are we doing? Exactly. So well, and and the worst part is now they're trying to censor how children talk to each other and punish children for not using what they think is <laughs> what they deem like appropriate um, language. And a very good friend of mine, um, her son, who is also a middle schooler in another district. Um, North Penn, um, there's a child there who is hissing and meowing at everybody. So we, they need to address oh that God. child as a cat. And he said, well, if you're going to be a cat, then I'm going to be, you can address me as a professional hockey player. And they gave him a detention. Wow. For saying that. Are you serious? Dead serious. That's and crazy. it is crazy. Mm-hmm. Wow. What school is that? North Penn. Oh. Be right at that school right away. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Wow. So they're actually letting kids identify as animals. Oh yeah. And yeah. Oh. I've heard that, but then when you hear it, really hear yeah. like a story, you're kind of like, that's really strange. It it truly is because as an adult, you are not walking around. Acting as a cat. You're not going to get a job pretending you're a cat. Nobody understands meowing. I mean, this is just ridiculous. So, I know it's... Mm. (laughs) I I don't... Yeah. 
It's laughable, but it's like, I can't believe it's, it's actually happening. Right. Is this it's real life? <laughs> right, right. No, it's, it's like, yeah, yeah. Oh. I know. Funny, crazy. So I think the other thing with the opt-outs, too, there is the Parents Protection Rights Amendment, so the PPRA, is going to protect parents. And that is one of the things that Barb just mentioned about um, all the all the stuff that you can check off. And each one, each one you check off actually has a law underneath it. So okay. being that it's coming from a lawyer, they, they looked into all the laws that you are violating or the school is violating if they don't follow the protocol that we are putting together. So the PPRA was in 1974, but that it concerns like marketing surveys. It concerns anything that you want information on that you're not getting. And if you don't get it, you can do a FOIA, which is a Freedom of Information Act. But... I don't think they're really even supposed to use them. I think they are supposed to give you what you ask them for under the PPRA. I did put links underneath. There'll be links below okay. on the PPRA so people can kind of research it on their own. Mm-hmm. I haven't, you know, I haven't done like deep diving and all that. I think some people have to start doing it on their own as well. And they have to research it and, and figure it out and what's going to be best for their kids. Yeah. Um, but it's a lot of stuff. Like it's it's political affiliation that they're asking. It's the pronoun stuff. It's the sex stuff. It's the the critical race stuff that um, you know Barb was just mentioning. So anything with medical, like Barb said too, um, part of the form is like scoliosis tra- or screening. Yeah. You don't want that done. You can check that off. Like you don't need to know this because the other piece of this is they are data mining all this information. So anytime you find out, oh, they're vaccinated or you give them their medical records, what are they doing with these medical records? We don't know for sure. We don't even know what they're doing with it at the doctor's office. Right. Um, that's why, you know, there's certain <laughs> places that I'll send my kids to because, I'm, I mean, I'm hoping the one they're going to now is decent. But, again, you don't know that. Um, so where is all this private information going? I mean, we know that they can track everything that we do. Why can't they do the same thing with all our kids? Yeah, and you know what? I I would have never thought about stuff like that. Like, you know, you get your kids vaccinated because mm-hmm. it's, it's required for school, and then you never you never had to question what they're doing with it. But now it's like, mm-hmm. what are they doing with it? Why, why does that matter? Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, I don't know. Well, and knowing, you know, knowing what we know, what the, med- you know, what the, the, um, pharmaceutical companies are putting into, you know, into the vaccines and like, you know, that there's mercury and there's, there are things that are crossing the blood brain barrier. You know, I'm not telling people what to do with, you know, with their children mm-hmm. completely your choice, but the school doesn't need to know about it. It doesn't yeah. matter. So whatever you're doing with your doctor, that's your own business. But we you know what we're finding and what we've been hearing a lot of is that there are medical practices now that are kicking people out because parents are refusing to get their child um, yeah. the clot shot. They're, mm-hmm. they're, and so, well, you can't come back to our practice. We're not going to fill out your medical records now because you didn't get that, so you're not part of our practice anymore. So now they're they're denying parents things that they might need, let's say, for sports. You, you need mm-hmm. that medical form filled out. Well, they're not going to do it because you don't have that vaccine. 
um, which is which is unacceptable. Which brings you to the PA vax mm -hmm. exemption form, which you can just, I wouldn't Google it, I would DuckDuckGo it, or Quant, Q-W-A-N-T.com is another one, or Brave.com, yeah, brave. and look those up, and it'll tell you PA vaccination exemption. And that's what I filled out. You can do, you can even add on there if they're like, oh, well, why can't they get the vaccine? It's like, well, there is Lyme in, in some of these vaccines. There is mercury. Mercury. There is, um, there's so much stuff. I've done so much on the vaccines. Like, I can send you guys a list of stuff, but they tell you, you can even look up the vaccine ingredients and they tell you what's in there. So once you know those chemical words or whatever, Ebola is another one that's in there. So once you know all those, um, you know, those, um, those key words, you can look it up and figure out that it's yeah. not good. It's yeah. not right. good. Oh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was going to say, in other countries are already treating the vaccine situation differently now because there's been so many injuries and deaths. Mm -hmm. and, and so now, I mean, of course, the United States is going to be very last on that. But, like, UK, some places are really backing off from all that. So the fact that, I mean, you have proof that, that it's dangerous. Mm -hmm. You know, regardless of what they say, you know, I don't want, I don't want to risk it, and or religious exemption, or and, and even with that, with, with the religious stuff, with the flag, you know, the pride flag is the only flag in the room. It's okay. Well, what if my religion doesn't agree with that? Mm -hmm. You're you're completely dismissing entire mm -hmm. religions and beliefs because you want to force your beliefs on everybody's children, and you don't know who you have in your room. You don't know, mm -hmm. and these teachers are just making it about them. It, it's Mm -hmm. oh, man, I don't know. And you know, it's a shame because there are there are there are a lot of teachers too that are kind of just forced into like quietly going along. Like you said, you had you know you know somebody who contacted you privately. You yeah. know, I work I yep. work in you know I'm I'm a public school teacher, and obviously I'm not of the same mind. Right. Um, but you know, I think it comes to a point where people are just going to have to start standing up specifically for what they believe in and stop being scared. Yeah. Um, you know, I. You know, I kind of deal with that every day, and everybody's like, are you scared? Well, you know, yeah, I don't want to lose my job. I enjoy my job. I love what I do. Um, and I, you know, but we're, everybody's being lumped into one one thing. But when we see a mass of teachers and the administration really pushing it, yeah, it's the administration that really needs to stop. And as with our district, you know, we're moving ahead with, with the um, filing with the insurance company. I have those documents almost done. Um you know, they're going to really, like, more parents, the more parents send in opt out, the more parents that file with the insurance insurance companies, this is what's going to get these people to, like, wake up and stop pushing their political agenda and, like, just focus on education. Mm -hmm. Just, like, freaking teach our kids how to read, write. Yeah. Yeah, I really wish that some of the teachers, especially the ones that I've talked to, would speak up because they have, I mean... I mean, you just have to be ready to fight because they can't just fire you because of your beliefs. Exactly. They can't do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I like like the one person I talked to from the middle school. He texts me all the time, lets me know what's going on. But he still won't. And, and he said that other teachers know that he's fairly conservative, but he won't speak out against us even though he doesn't like what's happening. He sees that there's private conversations with people's kids and the parents don't know about it. That, yeah. that the teachers yeah. and the administration are calling uh, girls, uh, boys' names, and the teachers don't know. I mean, the parents don't know about it. You know, so they're doing all this. They're having all these secret things in the school, and he's 
he even told me in the last me message that I had with him, he, he he wants everybody involved to be held accountable. That's what he Absolutely. said. It's, it's getting that bad that he's to a point where he's like, I only got a couple years left. I'm just going to hang in there. But he's like, it's it's getting bad. Well, and it's and it's not only just that, but we're really not. I think these schools, you know, they 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 think they're such social justice warriors for one mm -hmm. group. They're yeah. not considering anybody else. And when Nobody you else. have when you have boys that, you know, biological boys that go into a locker room with right. their gym clothes on over their regular clothes because they don't know who's going to be in there. And they've been doing this for a number of years now. I have this, like, I know this has happened. This is not something I'm making up or heard by hearsay. This is a fact that, you know, and I have witnessed this and I have heard kids talking about this at this point. Boys are going in because they don't know who's in their locker room and vice versa. So you have these kids wearing two sets of clothes because they don't know who they're dealing with from time, you know, on any given day. How is that okay to make that, that majority group feel that uncomfortable? Right. But right. we're only worried about one group. So, that's you know, that's, that's not okay. Right. I mean, uh, and, and I, I question, like, so for the teachers that don't, believe in this stuff since every other teacher is allowed to push this stuff because like you said they only cater to one group of people they're all allowed to do whatever they want they can blast it they can wear it they can have the flags in the room i'm wondering if what would happen if a conservative teacher hung a don't tread on me flag in the room mm -hmm. what mm -hmm. if what if what if he talks to the kids about the documentary uh what is a woman just to get a different opinion yeah i mean if we're all about new ideas uh, will a teacher be allowed to talk about that documentary or, or that side of the story. And I doubt it, right? Uh -huh. probably get yeah, fired absolutely. Suspended. You know that you know they'll be ostracized. And here's the other thing. If you look at the board policy, which I've been going through very carefully, and I'm sure most other schools have the same policy, that if you are going to discuss, um, let's say, current events, which is kind of what all of this is about, yeah. it, number one, needs to be done in a, in a way that is not one-sided, Right. It's age appropriate. Like there is there is very specific school policy about this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. So in no way is hanging a pride progress flag in an elementary school or a middle school mm -hmm. um, age appropriate. Right. Especially when we now know that the triangle on the pride progress flag with the light blue and the light pink and the white represents maps, minor attracted persons, that which is pedophilia. Right. trying to be renamed in a socially acceptable way, which is never acceptable. Right. And, so, and we're putting this there. Yeah, so with that, the uh, where did you see that? I mean, I've seen, that, that, uh, I've seen it too, but people are using it as trans. So all colors. of the colors, so all of the different colors have different representations. Mm -hmm. So when it was reimagined and they put in the, the brown color right. and the... Like, that all represents different things, like people of brown and black color. And right. so um, the pedophilia thing has, has been around for a little while because if you notice, like, all of these states, they're trying to pass these laws where it's okay to have sex with a minor. Um, yeah. And you're talking, they're trying to lower the age to 12, age yep. of consent to 12 in California. Mm -hmm. um, you know, you have all these... Uh, you know, this supposedly new Supreme Court um, justice pick who's been letting off pedophiles. 
you know, they're trying to normalize. So again, we're back in this, like, we're going to normalize this. So when you get used to seeing it and you say, oh, well, minor attractive persons, yep. that's, you know, that's, that's just good. That's not okay. We're, you know, we're supposed to be protecting our kids. Yeah. Not offering a, them up to adults. I've just seen a video. I forget what, what school or what state it was, but, um, it was a teacher talking to a kid about how we shouldn't call pedophiles pedophiles. Mm-hmm. Right, right, right. And, you know, it's like, mm-hmm. what are we doing? I mean, and, and like my son's teacher with the pride, he said that she also wears like a, a something with a pride flag on it, like around her neck. So there's that, the flag hanging up, no American flag. She's mm-hmm. making a clear statement. And that's also, that's also against school policy because every classroom under Pennsylvania school policy, mm-hmm. they must have an American flag in every classroom. So that's against policy as well. Right. And that flag is just... Go ahead. Ahead. I was going to say, have them wear like an American flag shirt or something. That's what, you know what? And it's funny you say that because black, I was... Yeah, like blue, not black, sorry, blue lives matter or something. See, my, my son, he... He likes what I do. Like he said, he would like to wear like a We the People shirt or something. But he's 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 kind of shy, mm-hmm. so he wouldn't do that. Even though he would love to. Yeah. But mm-hmm. that I I encourage parents to do that because I I like I said in the messages also my daughter in the middle school mm-hmm. said that there was a a girl walking around with a pride flag wrapped around her through the school, just a student. We're talking maybe a twelve year old, thirteen year old mm-hmm. at most probably. Yep. Walking around the school with a pride flag wrapped around her all day. I mean, I mean, whatever. And that, that's her personal whatever. I, I still feel like that's you know, it's it's more than just a shirt. You're just walking around with a, with a flag actually around you. Exactly. But, uh, we are talking about a teacher though, having it hanging in a room, and mm-hmm. so it's like, like it's not just the students do it; it's the teachers doing it. And like I said, that's making a, a a statement right there without having the American flag in there and having that in there. And that's basically saying, oh, these people aren't under the American flag. So. I mean, is it spreading hate for our country? I mean, why are you in a public school if that's how you feel? That's, mm-hmm. you know, that's my question. That's, and I, I'm really tempted to ask for that, but I have to just opt out from it first. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that's the thing that we have to, you know, and, I, and it's unfortunate because I've talked to some other parents who, you know, they're on the same page, but then they're like, well, my child already knows about it, so right. we're just not going to fight. We're not going to fight it. Right, and I just had this conversation with my wife last night. Uh, she's obviously on my side with everything, mm-hmm. um, and like she, she, like she says, like, like a lot of people are just like, "Oh, who cares?" But it's like, no, if you if you see, the more people say "Who cares," the more aggressive it gets. Mm-hmm. It's only going to progress. It's going to get worse and worse, and then we are literally going to have teachers that are. You know, getting a little bit more comfortable with our children because we've allowed this to happen over and over again. We're already allowing private conversations. You tell that to parents and they just shrug it off. No, they are sitting your children down and asking them their sexual orientation. They're talking to them about transitioning behind your back. And there's not enough outrage for that. This is the middle school. I can't imagine what the high school is like yet. I I don't know 100% yet, but this is just the middle school. Oh, the middle school, the high school is, is awful. And, you know, I, I just saw pictures from, you know, from Wissahickon, from a friend of mine, from the Wissahickon High School, telling, you know, hanging up all over the place saying there's, you know, there's more than two genders. And, I mean, they're hanging it up around the school. Yeah. Now, I, you know, I'm glad you brought that up, too. Real quick, the uh, also in the middle school, my wife walked my daughter around um, and 
that like the I don't know the hallway because I wasn't there. I was at work. I'm curious to see it though. Like where the counselor's office is, apparently it's like a break off hallway. Mm-hmm. In that hallway, there's a whole board of all this stuff. The gender, it says all the different genders. There's like 25 different genders or something like that. It's there's a whole thing on sexual orientation. You could pick the paper up and read underneath it. It's all on display for everybody to see. A whole yeah. board dedicated to gender ideology and all this stuff. A whole board. So and that's you know like and like you said that's that's this is this is pushing children to think that they're diff, they're supposed to not be what they are. Right. You know, obviously you have your 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 cases where you know but the the percentage is so low where they're you know um where they're not in you know I, I forget the word now but you know where they gender don't feel like what they're or something. Yeah, gender dysmorphia, thank yeah, you. Yeah. Um but now all of a sudden it's it's like almost like a 90%. I mean that's right. that's, that's impossible right and there are articles one just came out in the epic times where there is a woman now who you know because of all of this she had her breasts removed Mm -hmm. she was going through i'm going to be a boy this that another thing now she is a full-grown adult woman who Mm -hmm. now knows that that was not her path but because they let her do it as a child, she now cannot breastfeed her children. Right. She regrets everything she did, but there is no going back. I see plenty of stories like that. Uh, yeah. One one of the more famous ones is Chloe Cole. Mm-hmm. She speaks out uh, at board meetings and everything about this stuff because she, I, I forget how old she is now. She's She started at like 15 to transition. Her parents let her take puberty blockers and all. And she said she's, she made, she's never going to be able to have kids now. Yeah. You could tell that they were giving her testosterone. She's, you could tell that she she's completely like down all the time. She talks in a real like monotone voice, and she's she's speaking out a lot against this because it, it ruined her. it ruined her. Yeah. And there's plenty of stories like that. Oh yeah, I mean you know we we discussed this I think before, but I mean they're shutting down uh, some of the so-called top um, gender reassignment clinics and hospitals because they're being sued by thousands of people who now regret it right in the uk i think right or somewhere over there i think it was uk i think you're right one of the countries over there in in europe i think like the country doesn't have any more they just shut down their very last one because there's thousands of laws yeah i think it's um sweden sweden right something like that and it's because the, the kids all grew up and they're like you screwed me up all the adults that allowed this to happen are now getting sued. Yep. And if you just left these kids alone and let them deal with their parents and stop right. all this sexualization, we're not tar- they wouldn't be committing suicide because nobody is right. targeting anybody here. Right. Like this is this is the false narrative. They're they're pretending like, "Oh, if we don't, they're targeted, they'll kill themselves." That's not really the case. Right. Yeah, there there's zero zero- suicides with the people yeah. who have, who have been Falsely, like, mm-hmm. there's zero proof. Propaganda. Right, there's zero proof that this uh, slows or stops suicides in children. The, mm-hmm. the the transitioning there's zero proof of that. That's a lie. Yep. But but yeah, so. you know, I think I think the schools the schools and those running the schools, um, you know, starting from the state down, and you know, Pennsylvania, the the. Secretary of Education right now is under a lot of fire for the nonsense that that he is trying to push down onto schools right now. And, you know, we've all contacted our state reps. 
to yep. have this person yep. got rid of. Um, but this is coming down. This isn't coming down from concerned parents. This is a complete political agenda. Yeah, this is absolutely. not. This is not for parents that are, are concerned. Yeah, parents didn't start this whatsoever. Mm-mm. They're involving themselves now. Some of the parents that are, you know, a little off, right. but. Well, and you know, and they, you know, but what they're doing is they're really just, you know, belching out what they've heard on the news. Right, because they're making it, it seem like a not, good thing. Yeah, um, and that leads us into like what's in the, you know you you did a great podcast the other day and mm-hmm. read out a narrative from one book alone and that was you know I I know that book because I did the research on that book but like I, when I was listening to the podcast I had to like tell myself I'm like you need to go away like I yes. need to listen to this myself when you hear uh, it it sounds yeah. so much like like I already knew but even when I was reading it I'm like wow you I feel, feel awkward. Gross. I feel yes. awkward for reading this to parents, yeah. you know, but they need to hear it. This is li- you, 11, 12-year-old, 13-year-old could be reading this at home without you knowing mm-hmm. because the school is allowing these minors to take these mm-hmm. books out of the library. And so here's here's the other thing. So for Hatborough Horsham, which I'm going to call out publicly, the librarian sent out a mass email stating that they, they have books titled Young Adult. These young adults are books like are you there, God? It's me, Margaret, and the Outsiders. Mm-hmm. That is a complete and utter fallacy because yeah. those are not the books that we're right. concerned about. Right. And the books that they're hiding are the books that have the complete sexual explicit content. If you gave that book to a child out on the street, you would be arrested for corruption of a minor. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And when I addressed that with not only the superintendent, but uh, I gave him um, examples of the books and also the passages, mm-hmm. I basically got, well, it goes through a parent review board and you can opt out. I should never have to opt my child out of explicit pornographic right. material. They are mm-hmm. minors. The school is there to protect them, supposedly. Right. Mm. If it was a movie, it would be an NC-17 film. It would be worse than rated R. I mean, like M for mature. I don't even know if it's like, yeah. Just that one excerpt that I read from one book. Mm -hmm. And there's way worse than that. I mean, it it was so, like I said, I, me as a grown man, I felt awkward reading it. I feel dirty. Yeah. And and if, if that were even a movie or a book, I'd, at the age that I'm at now, 50, I could not sit with my own parents oh, no. and say something like that to them. Nope. I just, like, it's it's just astonishing. And so people want to call it, like, book burners, this, you want to ban book. No. no. This is disgusting, explicit material that minors should never have their hands on. Well, it's, it's and, that, and it just shouldn't be in a school. It shouldn't be up to the school to let our kids read. If a parent wants to buy that book for the kid outside of school from a Amazon or Barnes and Noble. I mean, it's still a little weird, but that's your <laughs> personal choice, yeah. right? But mm-hmm. to have it at the school means that you're just there's that you don't know who who agrees with it and who doesn't. You know, like and it, it shouldn't be for minors anyway, but it shouldn't be up to the school to make those decisions. No, it should it's, not. And you know, for the so-called parent review board, I challenged you know, and I 
full-on challenged the, the superintendent. I said, I want you to publish all of these books with these excerpts, send it out to yep. parents, and see if, if they do. Because I don't remember any parent review board or anything coming down the pike with any of these names in it whatsoever. No. They <laughs> snuck them in, and it's, it's a lie. And if they do meet, it's at like 3 o'clock on a weekday when pretty much every parent is working. Yeah. If there is even a board. So, you know, yeah. who knows? Like, who are these people? Are they all, like, okay with it? That's so, it. And, and, the board, yeah. and the board's not the one approving the book, so it's the curriculum, you know, it's the curriculum committee. Well, again, why? And then why are these things not published? Right. Or what are they afraid of? If, if you know these books are so great and so helpful to mm -hmm. so many students, go ahead and publish them yeah. with the excerpts. Well, and that's another thing. They're not educational whatsoever. I read not. some of these books. Yeah. It's not It's not like, it's not even like a sex ed thing. It's just some grotesque sex scenes with kids. It's like, it's weird. Incest. They involve incest. They involve yeah. rape. I mean... Yeah, there's no education whatsoever. I mean, it's, it, and we already said this a million times, but it's just trying to normalize society and everybody accepting it, just like accepting SEL, DEI, mm -hmm. anti-racism, all that. Right. So it is all about it is all about divide and conquer. It is, and the more we can divide everybody, because you know, Barb, you're clearly like. You're not into pornography books. I don't know what's right, wrong right. with you. <laughs> um, you know what I mean? Like it, it's just right. the anti-racists and all mm -hmm. this stuff. They have categories for everybody, and and um, th I think that's their biggest push right now. And mm -hmm. then we have this small group of parents in your school, <laughs> my school maybe too, but a small group of parents that are the ones talking about it, and they think we're the crazy ones. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, but well, like, I, go ahead. Go ahead. No, no. Okay. No, I was gonna You're say like, like, yeah. like what, like what you said, Barbara. Like, it, if parents actually like, not just like they hear us talk about it in meetings, but they actually heard what these books were saying, I guarantee ninety nine percent of them will be like, "Whoa, I didn't know it was like that." Mm -hmm. You know, they yeah. just think that we're just overreacting because they yeah. all look at us like we're just like some religious cult or whatever they see in us, but. If they heard the things that are in these books, I guarantee you there will be way more outrage. Well, until it affects them directly, right. until they start seeing these books and these kids are coming home with these porno pornographic books and explicit pictures and all that in mm -hmm. kindergarten, I would hope they'd be like, what the heck are you learning in school? Mm -hmm. Until it affects each family, I don't know how more awake people are going to become. Well, and it's, I think, you know, um, what's, what's in, in talking with my friend who I just reconnected with, and her daughter was in kindergarten, she's like, she brought the one book home, and in kindergarten, was given it specifically by her teacher, and she was like, but you know, she thinks she's out there alone, and she doesn't know that she has these connections, so now, like, I was like, okay, I know a whole bunch of parents that are, you know, working on this right now at North Penn, I'm going to try to connect you, mm -hmm. but you know, and the other thing is, like, we don't all have 100,000 hours to go through and research. Right. We're all busy working. We're running our kids to sports. We're, right. you know, family issues, whatever have you. Um, I just happen to be a, a late-night person, and I'm super driven at this point. Like, mm -hmm. again, dog with a bone. Yeah. Um, 
But I just, I went through all of Hatboro Horsham. I went through Upper Dublin. I went through Wissahickon, you know, where my nieces are going. And I'm trying to let as many people know as I can, but I have these lists and, you know, excerpts. And while some books are maybe not as bad as others, right. it really shouldn't matter. None of this, none of this should be in, no. in the place. And I'm not talking about getting rid of classics. Right. You know, and I'm not saying, like, children shouldn't learn about you know, slavery and the Holocaust. Like, right, right. I'm not saying not that at all. Right. This is not a racial thing. This nope. is not an anti-gay thing. This is an anti. This should. This is anti. This is against our children's right. Um, innocence. Mm -hmm. Well, like, like the book that I was just that we were just talking yeah. about, that I read the part that wasn't gay. No. That was a heterosexual situation that yep. they were talking about, and it was disgusting. It had nothing to do with it. There was no gay. There was no race. It was just way too much, especially for middle school. I mean, it shouldn't be in high school either, but mm -hmm. middle school, no, you're, you're guaranteed that there's zero children old enough to read it in that entire school. The high school, you might have some kids that are 18. Middle school, not a chance. But, and you can't bank on that because most of right. them, you know, and that's the thing, like, right. there's... There's a few, but you can't bank. Very like, why few. would you even provide that to 18-year-olds? Because, like, you know, as a right, parent, right. I don't think an 18, you know, the law considers them adults. Right, right. But my 18-year-old daughter, I wouldn't want her reading that trash. No. Mm-mm. Like I said, I'm an adult man, and I, I felt awkward reading that out loud. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so I was like... Seriously, I mean, they they be like, here's a bedtime story. <laughs> right, well, they may as well just give them a subscription to, like, Pornhub or something. Right. Yeah. I, at right. this point, because they're so afraid and their computers are so locked down they can't get on any site, but yet they can access these books. Mm -hmm. Right. So they yep. can't drink, they can't smoke, they can't use their phones in school because, like, all that Wi-Fi has, has been shut down, typically. Mm. They can't access you know, all these different sites, but yet, but just go ahead. You can read full on about a blowjob. Not yeah. a problem. Oh, yeah. Go and ahead. Like, and not even like a quick little statement. I mean, like a oh, whole no. deeply dis descriptive situation about every little <laughs> aspect of every little hand movement and every yeah. everything. Yeah. yeah. Really. Uh, you almost feel dirty reading it because you know it's for children. And then you're like, yes. this, there's something, this is bad. Like, you... You know, it's just like this for like you shouldn't even be reading it because they're presenting this for children. This is like this is pedophile. This right, is it was good. right. It was so bad that my mom called me and asked me if I was going to get in trouble for reading it. Yeah, <laughs> for people well, to hear. Yeah, I know. I was I was like, yeah. no. I mean, it's you know, I'm an adult. I'm talking to other parents who are adults. Mm -hmm. But if I'm like, you know, if you think I'm going to get in trouble for reading it, my 12 year old daughter could get this out of my out of her school right now. Yep. She can go get this book and read it for herself. Mm -hmm. Like it's, but that's how bad it was. My mom called me, like, "Hey, you're not gonna get in trouble for talking like right. that, are you?" Because mm -hmm. <laughs> she's a normal, concerned adult. Right. That's the thing. Mm -hmm. That's what any of us would think about. It's like when you're watching TV with your children. If you know something is inappropriate, you turn it off. Right. Like as parents, we do that normally. We screen, we screen shows, we look at ratings. Right. And, you know, they're typically in schools, they're not even allowed to show a PG movie without parental, like, permission. Right, yeah. So, You're right. so I was thinking about that, too. The only time we watched a movie that was um, bad in school when I was younger 
it was Schindler's List. It, we were in a more mature grade, but that was an educational film. It was a real mm-hmm. situation, mm-hmm. but they also sent a form home. Yeah. The parents had to sign, and if your parent for some reason didn't see it, you couldn't watch the movie. You'd be in a different classroom doing something mm-hmm. else. Mm-hmm. That was the only time ever in school that something like that happened, and they made sure that parents were okay with it. If not, you could not watch it. And that was educational. Actually yeah. educational. Mm-hmm. It's it blows my mind. It blows my so mind. It really does. Everything everything that they have is just it just contradicts itself. And you know, um, when we when you and I went to that meeting with the superintendent, I had the hat sip and chat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And these, these parents were like, "Holy cow, we had no idea." Yep. You know, I would. That's why I challenged them. I'm like, "Go ahead and send it out. Have your librarian send out all those books mm-hmm. with the excerpts and see how many of them are okay." Because the right. one poem it was, and this was a little poem book that I looked at has. A line drawing of a naked woman with her legs spread open, and the poem is written in her crotch. What? Yes. Wait. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Initially, I was like going through it. I'm like, oh, maybe this isn't too bad. Then it gets to this page, and I'm like, what is that? Like, what? Right. Yeah. It's it's it really makes you question what the goal is here mm-hmm. for these adults. I mean, uh, you're seeing. More and more cases with with uh, either school staff or coaches mm-hmm. or something getting mm-hmm. arrested for molesting a child or, or or sending pictures to a child or talking outside of school to a minor. And it's just happening more and more, but yet they're not linking the two for some reason. Yeah. Or maybe they don't want but to because all- they you know have a goal. Yeah, and and it's also making kids think that if they're approached by other people or if they're talking about this, that that's okay too. And that's like, that's grooming. You're grooming these children. Oh yeah. They're they're like prime. They're like a prime target for a pedophile. Yeah. Yeah. I'm actually going to, uh, the next meeting, I'm going to read this article. I forget, um, where exactly it's at. I have it saved, but it was in PA, I believe, Mm -hmm. uh, maybe somewhere Lancaster type area, maybe somewhere up there. But, um, the principal got arrested for talking to a minor. And what the miner said, it was somewhere along the lines of like, oh, he made me feel like he was safe. I was safe with him. He made me feel comfortable. That's what all of our schools are doing right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, you literally heard Barbara, the woman at the last meeting, say school needs to be a safe place. These kids need a safe place. Like mm-hmm. home's not safe. Right. We're pretending, exactly. we're pretending like the safe place and the safe places have these conversations is with these adults who aren't their parents. Mm hmm. It's, and we don't know anything about them. And these right, we don't kids, know. These poor kids are, have been brought up to like you know you have to respect your elders right. and all that stuff. Yeah. But when you get a little, when you get like a little gut feeling, that's like your heart telling you something's off here. Right, like you need to back off. But these little kids don't know that. They think nope. somebody's helping them and all that. I mean, middle school and high school, I think they start to learn that okay, this isn't good. But then right. there's some that they want to be wanted they want to be loved right. you, know, you get that small majority of them but i think the majority of i would like to say the majority of of parents are mm-hmm. decent and they wouldn't want this kind of crap right well, no, and that's you know and, and and i think some of these people are like well school's the only safe haven and like these kids are going to go home and get beaten by their parents and i mean that's a very very small majority i mean very small majority you're, you know you so to, to make kids think that it's not safe to go home and talk to their parents is one of the biggest travesties. Right. 
And, and you know what? If an if an 11, 12-year-old or even 8-year-old, because they pretend like elementary school now can identify as whatever they want, if a parent doesn't agree when it says, no, you're not this, then that's fine. That's fine, too. I mean, they are very young children. Mm-hmm. The next couple months, they might completely change their mind. That's what kids do. I, mean, I, I mean, I had a student who thought he was the, um, what was it, the mystery machine from Scooby-Doo. Oh. You know, as a second grader, he wanted to be the mystery machine. Cool. Right. Okay, whatever. But, I mean, you don't feed into that. No. I'm not going to pretend he's a car, but, you know, by, you know, three months later, he was on to whatever else he needed to be right. on to. Like, I'm not going to, you know, you know, like Jason had said in, in the last interview, yeah. he wanted to be a pirate. His parents didn't cut off his hand and give him a hook. Right. You know, we're not, we're not going to fundamentally change these children or physically right. change them over a potential, like, whim. Yeah, I know. My son's been Spider-Man. He's been Sonic. He's been yeah. Black Panther. Uh, all in the last week. I mean, <laughs> so, I mean how do we do that? Great. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what to do. Right, exactly. You know, mine wanted to be Darth Vader many years ago. Right, right. You know, he's, he's not. What do you do? Put a helmet on him. Let's do yeah, it. Exactly. Well, uh, it's, it's just, it's and I think we have to stop, it. you know, making everybody feel like they can be whatever they want, whenever they want, and... Right. There's not going to be a consequence. You're a human being. That's what you are. Right. You know, and and I just, I think they're they're really trying to make all these kids think that there's no, there's no gender anymore. There's, you know, no sexual affiliation, just whatever. And they're confused. They're really Mm -hmm. confused, especially if. You know, their parents don't know what's happening, so they don't know to talk right. to them about it. Um, and it's not your place as a teacher to do that. No. I didn't go to school for that. Yeah, And I think one of the board, I mean, it says it in a lot of the board policies, it says you teach reading, writing, math, mm-hmm. history, yeah. right. science. It didn't say anything about transgender, CRT, SEL, right. it didn't say any of that. So we really need to bring these board policies into, like, these board meetings. Like, when right. you go to the school board meetings, we need yep. to say, but you're supposed to be following this policy that right. you post on your, you know, district site, but yet you're not doing that because right. we heard from this person or we got proof from this or whatever. Like, the books alone, I mean, could just tell you, a story. Yeah, I mean, but I, yes. I got my son's schedule, and I didn't see anything about any of this. I saw algebra, I mm-hmm. saw science, I saw literature. I didn't see anything about gender or race or nothing. So they're purposely trying to squeeze it in whatever they can. Right. My daughter got asked her pronouns in science. Yeah. Like, what? Why? 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 Why do you ask that? I don't. Yeah, so I'm, you know, like I said, I, I think it's up to all parents. And, you know, at this point in time, while I'm trying to prove a point, I, I'm i almost, um, it's kind of, I, I hate to say it, but it's, it's kind of a, a good feeling to give them a hard time oh, to yeah. make them really think about, well, no, you, it's your job to figure out the logistics. This is your school, mm-hmm. right? It's not my job to figure that out. So it's on you. But if this comes across my child, guess what, bro? You're in trouble. And then I want to see how many times my son has to get pulled out of whatever because somebody's trying to push something. Right. So, um... So he's an experiment? 
In a bit, in a way. Yeah. No, he knows I, that, right? I don't want him exposed to that. You know, he. No, I, I, yeah. I think I, I, I'm not sure if I said, but when he first went to sixth grade at the middle school, literally like two to three days was spent on gender identification. Mm-hmm. Are you kidding me? Get your classroom environment together. Get your policies in order. Discipline. Expectations. Right. Expectations have fallen by the wayside. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I mean, look at the you can look at the academic level of the district in the last few years. It has gone down. If yep. there's proof that yep. this has not helped at all. Yep. Look at how many police uh, how many times the police had to show up in the last couple of years. Mm-hmm. It's proving this equity trash is causing more violence because nobody gets in trouble. Mm-hmm. The academic level has gone down because they're spending more time on the children's emotions. And and they're just pretending like they're still doing good. Yep. Well, if if you look, and so what I would also encourage parents to do, there's newsletters that come home from your districts. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I used to just kind of trash them, but I Me look too. at them now. Um, I looked at our ESSER funding for this year. 50%. And 50% of our ESSER 2 funding mm-hmm. is... I think it was ESSER, no, ESSER 3, it was ESSER 2. Um, yeah, 50% is all going to two new counselors and all the new SEL, social emotional yep. learning. 50%. 50%. That's insane. And I believe that they get this funding because of that. I oh, yeah. They, they no, get it yeah. for it's that. It's in their contract. We'll go yeah. over that on another, another okay. podcast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, yeah, it's all in their contracts. Mm-hmm. Mhm. Yep. So I would encourage parents to look at that too. Yeah. If you can't find it there, you know, you can always find it in your board docs um, on the website under um, the school board. So, um, yeah, so I think you know. I think the biggest takeaway, like I, I'm going to send you links to publish with this podcast that shows you North Penn's books. Oh, okay. Oh, right, right. books. Awesome. Um, Upper Dublin books. Yep. Um, just so that parents can see that it's really not just one place. Um, and they're sneaking it in. Nobody knows about it. Um, as well as we'll post the opt-out form. Absolutely. Um, it is working. Mm-hmm. Um, you just need to stand firm. And it's like, it's your, it's, you need to figure this out at the school level. And then no. tell them no. They're like, well, we can't. No, that's not an option. No. Nope. Right. <laughs> the only the only thing with the opt out form is um, it is on their the citizens. What is it? It's on. Um, oh my goodness, where is it? It is on a site, but it's on Citizens Advisory of Pennsylvania. That's what it's mm-hmm. called. But it's, I looked it up today. It's not on their site like it is with um, Parents Defending Education. You know how you could go in there and look at all the forms? They don't have anything listed on there. So I know you can go on the Facebook page and you can go under files and the form is listed there. But I haven't. I haven't. Why you sent me the link and I opened I it up and it was there. Okay. I have it as a full doc. Yeah, so yeah. That, I have we'll the document. Still- so do I, but, okay, we can figure that out. But I attached it, but I don't know if it's attached correctly. So if no. you have it saved, I have it saved so I can send it as a regular file. Okay. Um, and okay. that's how I send it out to all my parents um, because 
yeah, the, the less or like the least amount of places people have to look, I think they're more apt to, you know, they have the, you know, we're busy. I get it. And I, I right. totally get why people can't do the research. Um, we have it for you to look at. And if we can make the links quick and easy or the information easily accept, accessible, um, you know, we'll just include everything. Right. Right. Okay. And these forms have to be filled out yearly. Yes. Right, which is another ridiculous thing, right? School year, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I would just make sure the principal, the school counselor, whoever you think is, is going to be, you know, more responsible with it, because the principal has a lot to do, too. But I send it right really to the good. top. I, yeah. It's and just stop to spread through. <laughs> yeah. I don't, truthfully, like, I don't know that I trust that the counselors have enough um, force. In, in which to do it so that's why I send everything right to the top automatically I don't know how it is it, it could just be our district um, where I feel like that um, I, I can't say for other districts um, yeah, well for what I'm saying the counselors are fairly woke in all these schools yeah yeah you said the principal the counselor yeah. that's what one of the videos was saying that I put on the link too oh, that's one of the things they were saying. So, yeah, I, yeah, I agree. I agree with the principal thing, but yeah. I think the more people, the better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That you know. Okay. And then, you know, and also let your kids know if so-and-so, I mean, obviously it's easier with your older kids right. or even older elementary, but just let them know, like, the nurse doesn't need to know this about you. The, you know, do not take any surveys where you're filling in little bubbles, um, all of that, because... Um, you know, the ones that are coming down are, are from the state of PA. Uh, those aren't great. Um, they're asking a lot about your home life, how much, you know, your parents drink, how much you, you know, it's just so inappropriate. It really is. And most school officials don't even know about the Parents Protection Rights Amendment. Right. They don't know it. So once you see this form, it'll explain that there's like laws that they could be violating under each opt-out if they don't follow it. So yeah, it's a great form. Mm-hmm. It is. Okay. Well, so, is there anything else we need to add? Well, I think no. People need to, parents just need to get involved. Yeah, their child's yeah. life, their education, yeah. and they're our future. And that's right. scary. And, yeah. and I would just say, like, link up with other parents, start yeah. spreading the word throughout your, your district uh, mm -hmm. as much as you can, you know, send to one, they can send to two, you know, chain reaction, I think, yeah. is, is kind of the only way we're going to really get this through. But, you know, if enough people send in those opt-outs, they're going to be really inconvenienced. Oh, yeah, of course. Mm -hmm. yep. And then send this podcast wherever you can. Absolutely. Yeah, or I, any I've sites you can find. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. All right. Well, Great. thank you. Thank you. It was good. Okay. Yep. Talk to right, you bye. soon. Great. Right. Bye. Bye.